Hello guys and welcome back to Late Late Nights with Dana. I'm your host Dana Mitchell and today we are going to be taking a deep dive into another religion or so we might think. We are taking a deep dive into Lafayette Ron Hubbard's better known as L. Ron Hubbard's baby prize possession Scientology. Some say it's a community, a family, Others say it's a cult. I'll let you decide after this podcast. So, as I said, Lafayette Ron Hubbard, better known as L. Ron Hubbard in the community, pioneered this belief that you once you heal the mind, you can heal anything else. You know, and I think we can all attest to this, that the mind is one of the most powerful things a person can have. So, mental health is of the utmost importance, especially in today's society, as we are slowly peeling back the layers to the stigma of having issues, mental health issues, and seeking help. So he um, actually was a civil engineer major at George Washington University, but he left in 1911. And he then went on to work for some publishing companies, but then World War II came about. And he was part of the U.S. Naval Reserve, which is really where he truly got his hands dirty and was developing his book that put him on the market. In 1950, he released Dianetics, the Modern Science of Mental Health. And through that, he really, he really, it was a heavy hitter because he publishes after World War II, after so many men and, well, Yes, and families went through so much and suffered so much psychological damage that he said, I'm going to give you a way that you can solve this. A new therapeutic method he actually developed known as auditing, which is where you use an e-meter, better known as an electro-psych meter, that measures the strength of a small electrocurrent in a person as they are being asked questions. So essentially like a lie detector test type of thing. And you kind of hold like these cylinders that are attached to that e-meter. And this person who's behind it is reading it and just asking you these questions that are actually, you know, they start off pretty simple and then they, they dig deep. And I guess that's how he kind of gained so much momentum is because, you know, when you become part of it, you're going to trust these people. You're going to think, yeah, you know, I can, I can really unwrap myself, unravel myself in front of these people and tell them my truths in hopes that they're going to cure my illness, no matter what it is, whether it's mental or physical, but they really focused on the mental part. So much so that he even tried getting approval from the American Psychological Association, but they questioned his findings and strike them down. But in 1954 is when after he gained so much momentum in Dianetics, he developed his first plant. And in Southern California, on February 18th of 1954. And this has, in Southern California, it's really grown so much. And that's really how he continuously gained momentum. Although not many people hear about it, because they're, they're really on the hush-hush. They don't really speak out that much. They're not like, you know, Catholicism that makes their points heard, or Hinduism. They're, they're not like that. They're, they're not like Judaism, like it's nothing like that. Um, they're kind of very quiet to themselves, but they still kind of lurk in a sense. And they're always there. 
So because it's in California, they have had so many famous people join, uh, such as Tom Cruise, Leah Remini, John Travolta, Christy Allen, which many, many of these people are still in there, except for Leah Remini. She decided to leave the church, church in quotation marks. She decided to leave and she makes actually this documentary that's like the truth behind Scientology. She made it with some high executive people such as Mike Rinder and uh, they actually talk about David Miscavige, who is the current leader of Scientology. And you can see how the, the people in power in Scientology, you know, they really, they did a good transfer from L. Ron Hubbard to David Miscavige, great manipulators. I mean, the way that they talk about these people and how intense they were and how it's so easy to get wrapped up in their thoughts because the whole point of David uh, of L. Ron Hubbard and David Miscavige is to say, we are going to help you. We are bringing a solution. We are going to bring world peace. That's really how they sucked you in. So it's, it's scary. You know, L. Ron Hubbard took advantage of people after World War II and said, look, I'm holding this miraculous world where everybody gets along and we all strive to better ourselves collectively as a world, not just even as like a community or a country or as a continent, like as a world. And this is actually a worldwide movement, like either the worldwide religion, you can find some of these, you could find a church in Times Square, New York City. Uh, there's some in Long Island, some in New Jersey. As I said, there's the one in California, which is huge. It's known as the Gold Base. It is huge. There is many different buildings. I mean, people live there, people, you know, everything. Even they make documentaries and like they have their own television network. Now, if you turn on your TV and you watch local TV for just, just a little bit, just just give it some time, you will see advertisements for them. And they show their auditing machine, which is like you're holding these cylinders that are connected to an e-meter. And, you know, it's reading your thoughts, your unconscious thoughts, which can be attributed to Freudian psychology. But although it is connected, you know, to psychology and Freudian psychology, which he, Sigmund Freud, pioneered um, unconscious minds, which is an unconscious thoughts, which is, you know, what we believe, but it is pushed down due to our conscious mind who is trying to fit us in with the rest of reality. He also developed the C organization, which is just a branch of Scientology, but it's it's literally on the sea because you are in on a boat, and it's apparently these are the toughest psycho uh, Scientologists out there because they are just like one wrong misstep and they're done. And they actually use auditing so much that like people become numb to it. People are just like completely done with what they have to say. So Scientology, the name, socio is study and logos is knowing. This is in Latin. That's really how he decided to piece it together. So it's the science of knowledge. Essentially, he has all the answers. And it is believed that L. Ron Hubbard is coming back. I mean, there's many different houses in the Midwest and in California where they believe he's coming back. He's going to be reincarnated. So I guess they, it's also kind of 
connected to Christianity in the sense that these people who are still part of Scientology, who are still, you know, diehard Scientologists, have a fear of L. Ron Hubbard coming back and learning about if they had gone against them or if they have done some, un, you know, wrongful things. They're afraid. Just like how in Christianity, one is supposed to live in fear of God in order to promote this sense of harmony and peacefulness and really appreciating the being, appreciating you being here on this earth. Um, so I guess you, this is really a fundamentalist religion. And this religion is still, it's still vibrant. It's still going. It's still beating. It's got a very, very happy heart. And there are just more and more young people coming about. But then at the same time, there are people leaving. But it, the sad part is, is that if you watch Lee Remini's documentary on Netflix, it's very sad because you see some of these people are leaving their old age. And although they have their freedom now, they've lost so many years behind this, this cult, I would say. And it's just, it's incredible. And they really believe that they are healing the mind by, it's kind of mistreatment. It's, it's, it's just, you know, really respecting those in power and thinking they have all the answers and just making sure that your world, sure, that your world revolves around them. Um, I'm so sorry, guys, for that quick little commercial break. Um, fortunately, my device just started to just fizz out on me, but it's all right. We are back from our little commercial break, um, as I said. Uh, so, yeah, it's just Scientology is really just a manipulative being. It's a cult. It's a cult. Um, and it's sad. It's a sad cult. And it's sad that it keeps growing and people keep at it. But, you know, once you're in, you're in kind of, you're set for a long, long time. But, um, yeah. So thank you guys so much for listening to my podcast. As I said, again, I am your host, Dana Mitchell. This is late, late nights with Dana. It's been a pleasure. And, and don't be a stranger. And if you have any questions, feel free, throw them in, ask away. Um, and I cannot wait to see what we have in our future podcast. I thank you guys so much for watching, for listening, not even watching. Oh, my friends, when it gets to a point in time of day, it's rough. But anyways, um, thank you guys so much. And this has been Scientology with your host, Dana Mitchell. Good night, guys.